Good morning. Today is Tuesday, August 13th, 2019. Our readings for this morning are Psalms 70, 97 and 99, 2 Samuel 14, 1 through 20, Acts 21, 1 through 14, and Mark 10, 1 through 16. So I recorded morning prayer yesterday and I had set up some new file sharing, auto saving to the cloud thing and long story short is that the file disappeared immediately after I saved it. And of course I was very disappointed and I didn't have time to re-record it, but rest assured I did pray morning prayer and I thought of you all while I prayed my morning prayer yesterday. So I apologize for my technical difficulties, which is kind of funny considering what I do for a living, um, that I have so many technical difficulties with the recorder. I wonder if um, that is the work of the enemy. Um, not the recorder itself, but the technical difficulties, perhaps. At any rate, um, let us begin today. Oh, and also, today we remember Jeremy Taylor. So let's kick this off, folks. I am going to warn you in advance, it's going to be a little bit of a whirlwind. I have much less time um, than usual. i got to get to work on time today. And um, I had a celebratory uh, dinner last night for the end of the summer rowing season. So I let myself sleep in a little bit. That's probably more than you need to know. So, God is spirit, and those who worship must worship in spirit and in truth. Let us confess our sins to God. God of all mercy, we confess that we have sinned against you, opposing your will in our lives. We have denied your goodness in each other, in ourselves, and in the world you have created. We repent of the evil that enslaves us, the evil we have done, and the evil done on our behalf. Forgive, restore, and strengthen us through our Savior Jesus Christ, that we may abide in your love and serve only your will. Amen. Almighty God, have mercy on us. Forgive us all our sins through the grace of Jesus Christ. Strengthen us in all goodness, and by the power of the Holy Spirit, keep us in eternal life. Amen. O God, let our mouth proclaim your praise and your glory all the day long. Praise to the holy and undivided Trinity, one God, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. O God, you are my God, from break of day I seek you. O God, you are my God, eagerly I seek you. My soul thirsts for you. My flesh faints for you as in a barren and dry land where there is no water. Therefore I have gazed upon you in your holy place, that I might behold your power and your glory. For your loving kindness is better than life itself. My lips shall give you praise. So will I bless you as long as I live, and lift up my hands in your name. My soul is content, as with marrow and fatness, and my mouth praises you with joyful lips. When I remember you upon my bed, and meditate on you in the night watches. For you have been my helper, and under the shadow of your wings I will rejoice. My soul clings to you. Your right hand holds me fast. O oh God, you are my God. From break of day I seek you. Psalms 97 and 99.
The Lord is king. Let the earth rejoice. Let the many coastlands be glad. Clouds and thick darkness are all around him. Righteousness and justice are the foundation of his throne. Fire goes before him and consumes his adversaries on every side. His lightnings light up the world. The earth sees and trembles. The mountains melt like wax before the Lord, before the Lord of all the earth. The heavens proclaim his righteousness, and all the peoples behold his glory. All worshippers of images are put to shame. Those who make their boast in worthless idols, all gods bow down before him. Zion hears and is glad, and the towns of Judah rejoice because of your judgments, O God. For you, O Lord, are most high over all the earth. You are exalted far above all gods. The Lord loves those who hate evil. He guards the lives of his faithful. He rescues them from the hand of the wicked. Light dawns for the righteous and joy for the upright in heart. Rejoice in the Lord, O you righteous, and give thanks to his holy name. The Lord is king. Let the peoples tremble. He sits enthroned upon the cherubims. Upon the cherubim, let the earth quake. The Lord is great in Zion. He is exalted over all the peoples. Let them praise your great and awesome name. Holy is he, mighty king, lover of justice. You have established equity. You have executed justice and righteousness in Jacob. Extol the Lord our God. Worship at his footstool. Holy is he. Moses and Aaron were among his priests. Samuel also was among those who called on his name. They cried to the Lord, and he answered them. He spoke to them in the pillar of cloud. They kept his decrees and the statutes that he gave them. O Lord, our God, you answered them. You were a forgiving God to them, but an avenger of their wrongdoings. Extol the Lord, our God, and worship at his holy mountain. For the Lord, our God, is holy. Praise to the holy and undivided Trinity, one God, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. A reading from 2 Samuel chapter 14, verses 1 through 20. Now Joab, king of Zeruiah, perceived that the king's mind was on Absalom, Joab sent to Tekoa and brought from there a wise woman. He said to her, Pretend to be a mourner. Put on mourning garments. Do not anoint yourself with oil, but behave like a woman who has been mourning many days for the dead. Go to the king and speak to him as follows. And Joab put the words into her mouth. When the woman of Tekoa came to the king, she fell on her face on the ground and did obeisance, and said, Help, O king. The king asked her, What is your trouble? She answered, Alas, I am a widow. My husband is dead. Your servant had two sons, and they fought with one another in the field. There was no one to part them, and one struck the other and killed him. Now the whole family has risen against your servant. They say, Give up the man who struck his brother, so that we may kill him for the life of his brother whom he murdered even if we destroy the air as well. Thus they would quench my one remaining ember and leave to my husband neither name nor remnant on the face of the earth. Then the king said to the woman, Go to your house, and I will give orders concerning you. 
The woman of Tekoa said to the king, On me be the guilt, my lord the king, and on my father's house. Let the king and his throne be guiltless. The king said, If anyone says anything to you, bring him to me, and he shall never touch you again. Then she said, Please, may the king keep the Lord your God in mind, so that the avenger of blood may kill no more, and my son may, may not be destroyed. He said, As the Lord lives, not one hair of your son shall fall to the ground. Then the woman said, Please let your servant speak a word to my lord the king. He said, Speak. The woman said, Why then have you planned such a thing against the people of God? For in giving this decision, in giving this decision the king convicts himself, inasmuch as the king does not bring his banished one home again. We must all die. We are like water spilled on the ground, which cannot be gathered up. But God will not take away a life. He will devise plans so as not to keep an, keep an outcast banished forever from his presence. Now I have come to say this to my lord the king, because the people have made me afraid. Your servant thought, I will speak to the king. It may be that the king will perform the request of his servant. For the king will hear and deliver his servant from the hand of the man who would cut both me and my son off from the heritage of God. Your servant thought, the word of my lord the king will set me at rest. For my lord the king is like the angel of God, discerning good and evil. The lord of your God be with you. The lord your God be with you. Then the king answered the woman, do not withhold from me anything I ask you. The woman said, let my lord the king speak. The king said, Is the hand of Joab with you in all this? The woman answered, As surely as you live, my lord the king, one cannot turn right or left from anything that my lord the king has said. For it was your servant Joab who commanded me. It was he who put all these words into the mouth of your servant. In order to change the course of affairs, your servant Joab did this. But my lord has wisdom like the wisdom of the angel of God to know all things that are on the earth. Hear what the Spirit is saying to God's people. Thanks be to God. Canticle B, a song of pilgrimage. Before I ventured forth, even while I was very young, I'd sought wisdom openly in my prayer. In the forecourts of the temple I asked for her, and I will seek her to the end. From first blossom to early fruit, she has been the delight of my heart. My foot has kept firmly to the true path. Diligently from my youth have I pursued her. I inclined my ear a little and received her. I found for myself much wisdom and became adept in her. To the one who gives me wisdom will I give glory, for I have resolved to live according to her way. From the beginning I gained courage from her, therefore I will not be forsaken. In my inmost being I have been stirred to seek her, therefore have I gained a good possession. As my reward the Almighty has given me the gift of language, and with it will I offer praise to God. A reading from Acts chapter 21, verses 1 through 14. When we had parted from them and set sail, we came by a straight course to Kaz, and the next day to Rhodes, and from there to Patara. When we found a ship bound for Phoenicia, we went on board and set sail. We came in sight of Cyprus, and leaving it on our left, we sailed to Syria and landed at Tyre because the ship was to unload its cargo there. 
We looked up the disciples and stayed there for seven days. Through the Spirit, they told Paul not to go on to Jerusalem. When our days there were ended, we left and proceeded on our journey, and all of them, with wives and children, escorted us outside the city. There we knelt down on the beach and prayed and said farewell to one another. Then we went on board the ship and they returned home. When we had finished the voyage from Tyre, we arrived at Ptolemais, and we greeted the believers and stayed with them for one day. The next day we came, left and came to Caesarea, and we went into the house of Philip the Evangelist, one of the seven, and stayed with him. He had four unmarried daughters who had the gift of prophecy. While we were staying there for several days, a prophet named Agabus came down from Judea. He came, and took Paul's, he came to us and took Paul's belt, bound his own feet and hands with it, and said, Thus says the Holy Spirit, This is the way the Jews in Jerusalem will bind the man who owns this belt and will hand him over to the Gentiles. When we heard this, we and the people there urged him not to go up to Jerusalem. Then Paul answered, What are you doing, weeping and breaking my heart? For I am ready, not only to be bound, but even to die in Jerusalem for the name of the Lord Jesus. Since he would not be persuaded, we remain silent except to say, the Lord's will be done. Hear what the Spirit is saying to God's people. Thanks be to God. Canticle N, A Song of God's Love Beloved, let us love one another, for love is of God. Whoever does not love does not know God, for God is love. In this the love of God was revealed among us, that God sent his only Son into the world that we might live through Jesus Christ. In this is love, that we loved God, not that we loved God, but that God loved us and sent his son that sins might be forgiven. Beloved, since God loved us so much, we ought also to love one another. For if we love one another, God abides in us and God's love will be perfected in us. The Holy Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ according to Mark. Glory to you, Lord Christ. Mark chapter 10, verses 1 through 16. He left that place and went to the region of Judea and beyond the Jordan. And crowds again gathered around him, and as was his custom, he again taught them. Some Pharisees came, and to test him they asked, It is it lawful for a man to divorce his wife? He answered them, What did Moses command you? They said Moses allowed a man to write a certificate of divorce, of dismissal, and to divorce her. But Jesus said to them, because of your hardness of heart, he wrote this commandment for you. But from the beginning of creation, God made them male and female. For this reason, a man shall leave his father and mother and be joined to his wife, and the two shall become one flesh. So they are no longer two, but one flesh. Therefore, what God has joined together, let no one separate. Then in the house, the disciples asked him again about this matter. He said to them, Whoever divorced his wife and married another commits adultery against her. And if she divorces her husband and marries another, she commits adultery. People were bringing little children to him in order that he might touch them. And the disciples spoke, spoke sternly to them. And when Jesus saw this, he was indignant and said to them, Let the little children come to me. Do not stop them, for it is to such as these that the kingdom of God belongs. 
Truly I tell you, whoever does not receive the kingdom of God as a little child will never enter it. And he took them up in his arms, laid his hands on them, and blessed them. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Christ. Let's affirm our faith together with the Apostles' Creed. I believe in God, the, the Mother Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, God's only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day he rose again. He ascended into heaven, and he is seated at the right hand of the Father. And he will come again to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. Hear our cry, O God, and listen to our prayer. Let us pray. We're going to use... Actually, we are going to use the Litany for Healing. I was going to say that we're going to use the regular suffrages, but we will use the Litany for Healing. Let us name before God those for whom we offer our prayers. I'm going to pause, and what I'm going to do is visualize, as the Quaker faith says, holding in the light those who are on my prayer list, and then continue with the Litany. So... In the split second that comes out in this recording, that's what I'm doing. God the Mother, your will for all people is health and salvation. We praise you and thank you, O Lord. God the Son, you came that we might have life and might have it more abundantly. We praise you and thank you, O Lady. God the Holy Spirit, you make our bodies the temple of your presence. We praise you and thank you, O Lady. Holy Trinity, one God, in you we live and move and have our being. We praise and thank you, O God. Lady, grant your healing grace to all who are sick, injured, or disabled, that they may be made whole. Hear us, O God of life. Grant to all who seek your guidance and to all who are lonely, anxious, or despondent a knowledge of your will and an awareness of your presence. Hear us, O God of life. Mend broken relationships and restore those in emotional distress to soundness of mind and serenity of spirit. Hear us, O God of life. Bless physicians, nurses, and all others who minister to the suffering, granting them wisdom and skill, sympathy and patience. Hear us, O God of life. Grant to the dying peace and a holy death, and uphold by the grace and consolation of your Holy Spirit those who are bereaved. Hear us. O God of life, restore to wholeness whatever is broken by human sin in our lives, in our nation, and in the world. Hear us, O God of life. You are the God who does wonders. You have declared your power among the peoples. Within you, O God, is the well of life, and in your light we see light. Hear us, O God of life. Heal us and make us whole. Let us pray. Heavenly Mother, you have promised to hear what we ask in the name of your Son. Accept and fulfill our petitions, we pray. 
not as we ask in our ignorance, nor as we deserve in our sinfulness, but as you know and love us in your Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. I'm going to use um, as the prayer for mission, the prayer attributed to St. Francis. Lord, make us instruments of your peace. Where there is hatred, let us sow love. Where there is injury, pardon. Where there is discord, union. Where there is doubt, faith. Where there is despair, hope. Where there is darkness, light. Where there is sadness, joy. Grant that we may not so much seek to be consoled as to console, to be understood as to understand, to be loved as to love. For it is in giving that we receive. It is in pardoning that we are pardoned. And it is in dying that we are born to eternal life. Amen. And then I would like to pray some particular prayers. For the victims of addiction. O blessed God, you minister to all who came to you. Look with compassion upon all who through addiction have lost their health or freedom. Restore to them the assurance of your unfailing mercy. Remove from them the fears that beset them. Strengthen them in the work of their recovery. And to those who care for them, give patient understanding and persevering love. Lover of souls, we bless your holy name for all who are called to mediate your grace to those who are sick or infirm. Sustain us by your Holy Spirit, that we may bring your loving kindness to those in pain, fear, and confusion that in bearing one another's burdens, we may follow the example of our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Holy One, you do not distance yourself from the pain of your people, but in Jesus bear that pain with us and bless all who suffer at others' hands. Hallow our flesh and all creation. With your cleansing love, bring healing and strength to us. And by your justice, lift us up, that in the body you have given us, we may again rejoice. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Christ, light of light, brightness indescribable, the wisdom, power, and glory of God, the word made flesh, you overcame the forces of Satan, redeemed the world, then ascend it again to the Father. Grant us, we pray, in this tarnished world, the shining of your splendor. Send your Archangel Michael to defend us, to guard our going out and coming in, and to bring us safely to your presence, where you reign in the one holy and undivided Trinity, to ages of ages. Amen. God of all comfort, our very present help in trouble, be near to all those for whom our prayers are offered. Look on them with the eyes of your mercy. Comfort them with a sense of your presence. Preserve them from the enemy and give them patience in their affliction. Restore them to health and lead them to your eternal glory. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Blessed Jesus, in the comfort of your love, we lay before you the memories that haunt your children, the anxieties that perplex them, the despair that frightens them and their frustration at their inability to think clearly. 
Help them to discover your forgiveness in their memories and know your peace and know your peace in their distress. Touch them, O oh, oh God, and fill them with your light and your hope. Amen. I don't have much time for thoughts, um, so I'm going to kind of give you <laughs> teasers and hopefully you will explore a bit more on your own. Um, so from Acts 21, I think that it is important here that the last verse that we read, we remain silent except to say the Lord's will be done. I think when there are times that we don't know what to pray or we have any sort of confusion, we can always fall back on praying God's will and God's will alone be done. And so for me, this is kind of the, it's more than a catch-all. It is a foundational prayer and it is a prayer actually that that I, I pray often and come back to and remind myself often that God's will for us is good and that God loves us. And when it is beyond the words that I have or the understanding that I can get, I can pray God's will and rest in that. And then our gospel reading is one of those difficult ones because what God intended, what Jesus intended here in the context of the times was protection for women who are being discarded willy-nilly by their husbands and left destitute. And so he was offering, or not offering, but commanding protection. Um, a friend of mine said recently something about how terrible it is when people adopt an animal and then change their mind and give them back. And we have a twice adopted dog. He was given back by his previous owners. How much more awful is it then when in the, in the culture of the times, a woman's sole support was her husband. Thank God that we have moved somewhat, although there's still work to be done away from this, but a husband would choose a wife and then tired of her or I mean, for, for burning the toast, for anything, he would just cast her aside and choose another. And there was then no support system for her. Many of these women became prostitutes. So in the context of the time, Jesus is desiring to protect women. And the disenfranchised. And all of those whom the system left bereft. And we have taken these words and we have twisted them. We have, we have taken what was meant for love and twisted it into bondage, like we do with so many things. And there's, there's research on this and there are wiser minds than I am. But I think this is one of those many instances where we have to take the passage in the context. And the greatest context of Jesus Christ is love. So take in the context of the times and the society and the culture that existed at that time and then overlay on that the greater context of love 
And then I think we gain some kind of understanding. But I know that, that God did not intend this to be, to be bondage for anyone. And, and hear me now, if you are a divorced person, as I am a divorced person, as many are divorced people, know that it does not thwart God's purposes for you. Um, I had someone ask me the other day if I felt that I could serve as a leader in the church as a divorced woman. And the answer is unequivocally yes. And whatever it is that you feel is keeping you from doing more for God to fulfilling God's purpose that God has called you to, know that there is nothing that God cannot overcome. Whatever shame, whether it's put on you by society or others, or you carry it inside yourself, that you're carrying that's keeping you from something, from God's work for you, give it to God and God will cast it aside. Divorce just happens to be one of those things that our culture has stuck upon, our Christian culture has stuck upon as, as something that makes us unworthy. Being divorced is is not does not make you unworthy. Whatever, substitute the word divorce for whatever else it is. Being a survivor of abuse. Being whatever the thing is that people have told you, people have labeled you with and said that you cannot. It's not true. Reject that and embrace the truth of God for God is love and God has made you exactly as you are in this moment, in this place and is continuing to evolve you. And no one can do what God created you for. It is yours and yours alone. Hear this. And then the message that you should hear, I believe that we should hear from this Bible story today is to enter into our commitments with honor, to do our very best, to not take responsibility for other living creatures, for the earth itself, lightly. And above all, to love and care for one another. Amen. Okay, I went on a little bit longer than I wanted to on that. Please forgive me. Almighty God, you have given us grace at this time with one accord to make our common supplication to you. And you have promised through your well-beloved Son that when two or three are gathered together in God's name, you will be in the midst of them. Fulfill now, O God, our desires and petitions as may be best for us, granting us in this world knowledge of your truth and in the age to come life everlasting. Amen. Let us bless the God. Let us bless God. Thanks be to God. Glory to God whose power working in us can do infinitely more than we can ask or imagine. Glory to her from generation to generation in the church and in Christ Jesus forever and ever. Amen. We live without fear for our creator has made us holy, has always protected us, and loves us as a good mother loves her children. We go now in peace to follow the good road, and may God's blessing be with us always. Amen.